Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. The many sides of love. In John 3.16, we read, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I wonder what the world would be like without love. Think about all the things that run on love. Friendships, family, patriotism, philanthropy, romance. Love is ubiquitous. It is everywhere. It is like the air we breathe. I'm so God, glad that God created love. Hold on. Did he? Well, it is hard to think of love and not think of God because God describes himself not as the creator of love, but as love itself. We could argue around that and about that for a long time. But for today, I want us to explore the many sides of God's love. And in so doing, I think we are looking at God. Our text speaks of love in a most expressive way. So let us jump in. Someone loves. Love does not float in the air. Love is not acquired. Love is not a faucet. Love comes from someone. The text says that God so loved. Who is God? God is the creator of the world and everything and everyone in the world. Here is something about this God we are talking of. For six days, he created everything that is in the world from day one when he created light right through to day six when he created animals. In every instance, he simply spoke specifics and the things appeared. But on that sixth day, we hear God speaking to himself and said, let us make man. What happened to let there be man? No, this entity called man required more than just speech. Notice as well that he chose to make man in our own image and likeness. When God the creator created man, he created man in his own image and likeness. And instead of speaking, he made man out of something, the dust of the earth. When the object was done, God breathed into the nostrils of the man and Adam, the man, became a living soul. That is the one of whom it is said, God so loved. Love is directed to someone. The text says that God so loved the world. Who or what is the world? I suspect that God loved the world that he created, but in this instance, he was talking about the people in the world. God loved humans, every one of us, regardless of your status in life, regardless of color, ethnicity, race, gender, nationality. As long as you're a person, God loves you. He loves everybody and he loves each person. God directed his love to every human being in the world. Love gives. In my early years in school, we were told that love is an action word. Love is active and dynamic. Love is alive and interactive. Love is an action word. The text says that God so loved the world that he gave. Hey, what's going on here? When God created humans, he gave them everything for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There was nothing that Adam and Eve needed that they did not have. But sin came into their lives and things changed. And so man was deprived of something, something important. Well, God knew what that something was. And so in love, he gave. The interesting thing about God giving is that he gave the best. Very often when I shop for my wife, it is dependent on what I can afford. If I cannot afford it, 
then I cannot get it for her. I buy the best I can afford. Well, God owns everything in the universe, and on this occasion, he gave the world his best. He gave the world his only son. It doesn't get any better than that. How can God give his only son to the world? What if the world, or the people in the world, decided collectively that they didn't want the gift of his son? Sometimes you can return a gift to the sender because you feel that it is too expensive or that you don't deserve something so expensive. But in this case, God did not hesitate. The cost of his love was his son. God certainly loved the world. God made a sacrifice when he chose to show the world how much he loved us. How much does God love us? This much. He gave his only son. Love has purpose. It is the one thing to love. But it's another thing to give something in expression of that love. But in loving and in giving, it is important to know what is the purpose of the gift. Does God want to prove a point that he can afford to give his son? Sometimes some rich persons give something and the purpose is ulterior. They want to be seen. They want to be praised. They want to, be, they want to give for tax purposes. God gave his son to the world that he loves so much with one expressed purpose. He wants humans. He wants the people in the world to get eternal life, to live forever with him. Remember back in the earliest part of human history when God had told the first couple that they should not eat of the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden because if they did, they would die. Well, they did eat and they did die. Just like God said, their death was that their relationship with God was broken, severed. That had to be fixed. God so loved the world that he wanted the world, the people in the world, to get back into real relationship with himself. And the only way was to show the world how much he wanted this for us. He gave his best. He gave his son. God didn't have to do it, but he did it out of love. God knew that only his son could repair the broken relationship between himself and mankind. Only his son could fit the bill. And so in order for humans to be reconnected with God, in relationship, he gave his son in love. Finally, love demands a response. All of this hinges on whether the world believes on the son. Everything about God's love comes to light when we respond and say to God, I believe that Jesus came to restore our relationship with you, and so I accept him as my savior. Thank you, God, for loving me so much.